Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. It is the Unpack Podcast. Back and more something than ever. From AcmePackingCompany.com and SB Nation. It's uh, The season is sort of here, starting. So, so are we. I'm Zach Rapport at Zach Rapport on t- Twitter, X, uh, whatever, whatever that sinking pro- property is called now. Um, follow the show at The Unpack Pod also there and on instagram i used to say on instagram for no reason um, but now i think i'm gonna start posting on instagram more because twitter or x or whatever is like it's a little hard to deal with and a there's sad. a reason now yeah and sometimes it just doesn't work very well so i'm gonna be posting more like pictures of my dog over on instagram so at the unpack pod on instagram and um yeah that was uh the dulcet tones of nick bornheimer we've also got alex patakis here Fellas, how we doing? I'm excited, Zach. I'm very excited. I've been uh, consuming all the preseason content that you possibly can without going insane in anticipation of the season. Let's just let's just get into it. We're here. We're, I was gonna we're say, on the precipice. Meanwhile, peek behind the curtain. It seems like Alex uh, was consuming none of the preseason content. <laughs> he could care less. He's a footy. This guy's a footy guy now. Come on. No. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the uh, yeah, the the I was gonna say football soccer the soccer show going. Let's let's tell uh, the people. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. You know, that's in a it's a crunch period for. Uh, These are European terms I don't soccer. even know already. Uh, what does that mean? Transfer deadline is two days away, so there's a lot of news happening. You know, and uh, a lot of opinions out there. So you know, it's going well. It's going well. I watched the preseason, by the way. I, I watched <laughs> portions of two preseason games. That's which, most of them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I think I deserve some credit for that. Um, and but you know, you know, we do our normal like off season unplugging a little bit, which I yeah. think is healthy. Yeah, it's the football content consumption equivalent of you know just the vacation people take to reset, and they say it takes what like ten full days or something to like yeah. actually like unplug from work. I yep. mean. So imagine what it takes for, you know, to rid yourself of all the pollutants on Twitter slash X, yeah. which you got to, um, um, you know, eat, eat the clay and crap your brains out. Ah, I only made it like five minutes <laughs> before making wow. an Aaron Rodgers Oh, I'll tell you what, I, you know, another <laughs> content I did consume, I watched a, a total of about 25 minutes of hard knocks and got really angry at how <laughs> likable uh, Aaron Rodgers came off. So he's got a hold on you, man. Um, he's so charming. Like just like, dude, where was this? Like, it didn't have to end this way, but whatever. Anyway, that's annoying that we're talking about him before we even. Say it's the fine. Name Jordan Love. So yeah. let's move on. You have a good summer, fine. everybody. Good, everyone. Yeah. Rejuvenated. Classic. Ready uh, for pre-show ready for pain. banter here. Weather's nice. Good summer. You just chugged a glass of uh, was that white wine? What do we got here? Oh, we're the, the wine boys are back in full force. Yeah, we're back. I, <laughs> I have a, a lifetime supply of wine left over from a party that, I kid you not, I'm 33 years old, got broken up by the cops on Saturday. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, achievement <laughs> unlocked. Nice work. Yeah, exactly. Over 30, got a party broken If only I was that uh, that cool in high school to be able to have enough fun to have the NYPD come <laughs> and watch me clean up. Um, so no, yeah, we're digging into some of that, that wine. Any uh, wine distributors out there want to sponsor uh, hit us up. Yeah, we've We're got our uh, our listener in. Was it Kansas City who works in the wine shop? Am I making that up? Maybe it might be a different um, city. I think it was Kansas City. We've been doing the um, show now for I realized eight years. So that's weird. That's I'm sorry, so weird. my friend uh, who listens to us in while managing a wine store. I don't remember where their store. <laughs> is. Oh, but we're back. Football's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Woo. 
<laughs> exciting times. I don't know. Vibe check. General vibe check. Today, so peek behind the curtain. We're recording this on um, Tuesday. I think we'll, we're going to release it on, on Thursday. But the initial 53-man roster came out today, which I guess means football is back. Because now they're working towards preparing for an actual game. So we'll go, we'll go with that. And uh, I believe with the release of Pat O'Donnell, the average age of the Packers roster is now 17 years old. So that's pretty cool. You're right. It is significantly <laughs> decreased. <laughs> that is pretty cool. They got rid of uh, Crosby's gone. Pat O'Donnell's like a, yeah, every player Bakhtiari, that left. is the only one holding it down yeah. as the old man who is younger than all of us. So, oof. Why'd you got to do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sad times. No, the average age now, I think I saw it was 24.9, basically 25 years old, which is the youngest of any roster ever in the last six years, like throughout the whole league. It's pretty wow. crazy. Yeah. Uh, the next runner up, I think it was the 0-16 Browns. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, we're not, we're not going to draw a parallel there. Let's hope. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good transition into some, some, general, some general vibe checks uh nick heading into the season jordan love new quarterback new uh possibly a new look offense even though matt lafleur every time you say it's like finally his offense he kind of cringes a little bit but it's true it's going to be true and you started off the show seeming pretty positive what's your vibe check how are you feeling I'm positive i'm 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 nothing but positive it's what i think we were excited for toward the back end of last season, which was like, it doesn't need to be a new regime, but just like, well, kind of a new regime because Aaron Rodgers essentially was that regime. There's just something fun and exciting to look forward to young, like what 2008, 2009 Packers looked like when everyone on that team, minus like some of the other guys on the receiving side, look like like we don't have that necessarily but it's 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 fun the unexpected is fun and whether you have minimal expectation some expectation like I feel like the only chance of not exceeding those expectations this year is if the Packers finish below the Bears and I have high optimism that that's not going to happen so that's where I stand and Jordan Love looked good, man. Like he did he didn't necessarily wow anyone in his whatever six drives, seven drives, whatever it was that he had. But he finished did he not finish every single drive with a touchdown pass? That's cool. I don't care who it was against. It's just it's just cool to watch him dart some balls in there, float some to Romeo Dobbs, underthrow a few, but he's still getting used to that Lambo wind, whatever. Optimism's hmm. riding high. The old summer wind. <laughs> the old Lambo feeling. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. We're worried about December, but for now, the vibes are high. Yeah, Alex, you you talk about taking your uh, off-season hiatus from social media and, and football world, but um, and Nick, you mentioned um, the Bears. Bears fans are super jacked on the Bears this year. There's oh, so much shit talking going on on uh the app formerly known as twitter <laughs> they're they're yeah. super excited for their their uh division winning chicago bears spoiler alert that i think they're gonna be like a below average football team i don't know <laughs> yeah before we get into degenerate corner um yeah the f the fade is high on the bears this year i've already placed a couple of bets that um do not show a lot of confidence in this Bears team because what historical evidence do we have to think they're going to be any good? Not much. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it's, I know that they would give reasons other than this, but I do just get the feeling that like the exit of a hall of fame quarterback from the division just gives them the feeling that it's their turn, but that's just like not how the league works. Like, yeah. I wonder how many people were thinking that I, I'm trying to think back to like what teams in the division were thinking when, um, you know, the, the transition from uh, our first hall of fame quarterback of this modern era uh, left um, for the New York jets. And like, you know, it's like Aaron Rodgers leaving doesn't 
make you a you know a, like a serious playoff content. I, I yeah. don't know. Like I, it's not this whole like uh, the Bears quarterback at that time was Kyle Orton. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like Super Bowl participant Kyle Orton. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't know. The the faith is. I think we're really fortunate in that we're not dealing with what we're dealing with now, this being a super young team and the transition uh, of you know to a new quarterback that is still kind of unknown with teams around that deserve any type of benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm trying to think like, I don't, I don't know who to pick to win the division. Like if yep. I really had to bet on it, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would pick the bears. I think like the darling is the lions, but like, Man, like, it's still the Lions, you know? Like, and it's still Jared Goff you're, like, putting your money on. And it's, like, everyone's for so the same sure reason, Jared everyone's, Goff like, oh, really they were, like, again this year. yeah, but, like, team, you know, just because they played a lot of close games last year doesn't mean that they're not going to still lose close games. Like, it doesn't, that's not the way this works, yeah. you know? Like, it's not, there's no justice in football. <laughs> like, it's, it really isn't, like... They could come out and lose like 10 one score games again this year yeah. because they're just not enough, you know? Um, and I don't, I mean, like, I don't know. You see Kirk Cousins is like stash no, like, or whatever it is. Like, a, <laughs> I'm not. Vibe yeah. check on Kirk Cousins mustache. Oh God. <laughs> I, I haven't watched quarterback on Netflix and I won't because of him. <laughs> like, Apparently it makes him much more likable. I haven't watched it, but that's what I hear. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw, I saw Travis Kelsey's mustache. Today, everybody, I think they borrowed that trend from Aaron Rodgers, and terrible. And, and, and I saw a meme that someone said like, oh, "This guy's about to break up your college house party," or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> insert the annoying like campus cop meme is yeah, in there. He's coming for me. Yeah, on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, for the folks at home, not a not a not a video show, but when I said that show makes you. Like Kirk Cousins, Alex, you gave such a stank face. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. May I again? I haven't watched it, so that could be true. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I know like, <laughs> I've seen too many other things that make me not like him. Um, so it would take a, a hell of an effort from him in front of those cameras to yeah. to overcome that. And also, he plays for the Vikings, so that's like yeah. a, that's a big part of it. We didn't well, you, like him when he played for that. Racial slurs. Yeah, that's true. Didn't like them then either, really. Um, but anyway, uh, so point being, you know, who who would you even like say with any degree of confidence is like the favorite? I, I, I think this is a division without favorites, which makes for a fun season, but also could yeah. be like we could be watching a lot of bad football this year. Yeah. Which, okay, it could also be fun, but yeah. like... You know. That can be competitive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think know? I think of all of the divisions, this one, I think the Lions, as the like odds on division favorite, have the least favorable odds of any other of the odds on favorites. And I could be getting that wrong, but at least that was true a few weeks ago. Yeah. Which, you know, I would probably say the same. This is I would say there are I would not be outlandishly surprised if any of the four teams miraculously found a way to win the division. Yeah. I'm I'm getting like a pre McCarthy in Dallas slash Nick Sirianni rise of the Eagles NFC East vibes, you know, mm. <laughs> where it's like on a week to week basis. Like I would not want to gamble on the NFC like on this division because no. uh, like the, all four teams. I mean, all right. I, I retract my statement. The Bears aren't going to win this division. Mark it down. There's, but other than that, like, I would. I was. I don't know that. The the thing that I'm understanding about Vikings fans and the way that they like, kind of did a facelift to their defense, not necessarily personnel, but just bringing in Flores is like, we know we overexceeded last year and we that that team was not supposed to win 12 games so let's like let's not try to hold on to the vestiges of like you know like oh we were we were a couple plays away or whatever it was like they, they realize their shortcomings and yeah. 
I mean, there's something to be said about that. No, that's a credit. They're Honestly, going to regress. It is. I think that's a credit to um, to their new GM that they're not just like, yeah, we won X games last year, so we're just gonna we're just gonna rest on it. I don't know. I think it's an interesting point. The 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 vibe check for the Packers, how I feel about the Packers, I think does have a lot to do with the division itself being really murky, despite what any fan of any other team might tell you on social media. There, there really isn't a clear favorite, and the Packers are the murkiest of all, the most unknown. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting, Nick, to go back to uh, what you said earlier in the show and I think have been saying all summer long. This is the unknown, and it's exciting. All right, well, let's actually focus in on the Packers, it being a Packers show and all. Hey, why not? Um, and uh, <laughs> a little, <laughs> another smooth transition <laughs> brought to you by Gillette. Um, <laughs> Best man can get. <laughs> Calling this segment, Packers fans should prepare for X. And I thought we could just do a little, um, I guess, predictions, expectation setting. Um, you know, you can take it in a number of ways. And, you know, I'll I'll start and it's going to I say this every show. It's going to sound negative, but I don't mean it negative necessarily. And that's Packers fans should prepare for more interceptions than we are used to. Um, and I think that's just a fact of having any other quarterback other than Aaron Rodgers. Um, right. Jordan Love played very clean in the preseason. Um, no interceptions. Don't expect that to last uh, in the regular season. He was known in college as a gunslinger, someone who is not afraid to to throw it out there and, and get it picked off. And and you could replace Aaron Rodgers with any other Hall of Fame quarterback, and they are going to throw statistically 400% more interceptions, literally, than Aaron Rodgers did. So, um, yeah, I just, just be prepared, uh, and it's fine. Everything's fine, as long as it's not, f- like, Jamie's Winston uh, level <laughs> interception. Yeah, we're doing okay. thirty-two touchdowns, thirty-two interceptions, or whatever that. I mean, that's its own kind was. of remarkable, honestly. Right, <laughs> and I'm, I'm okay with that. Right, like, like you said, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is one of one as it relates to protecting the ball, but that came with a lot of frustration too, yep. which is what my thing to expect i think is um less boom and less frustration and when i say that i even in the mvp season with rogers that last one toward the, his tail end of his packers career like yeah it was incredible watching him run his west coast offense and watching the floor sort of take a backseat there because it's tough to come in as the new guy who's a couple years older than this legacy quarterback and try to implement what you think is going to be the best for an offense that Rodgers has sat in for, you know, the last 15 years. But there were a lot of forcing the ball. There was a lot of forcing the ball downfield and, missing a wide open Lazard across the middle of the field. That would have been a first down to continue the drive to Devonte Adams, 45 yards down the field because Rogers was that boom guy. And obviously that's fun. And he had the capability and the arm strength and the talent to be able to do that. But watching a Kyle Shanahan 49ers offense, that's methodical and just drives the ball up the field is also pretty fun too. Like I I'm a fan of, like I'm excited for Luke Fickle's Badgers offense this year, but I was also a fan of just like pound it down your throat because if you're moving the offense, that's fun. I like when the offense attains first downs. So I think, <laughs> I think this team is going to do a lot of pre-snap motion that Rodgers wasn't a big fan of, and I think Musgrave is going to have his lumps throughout the season, but I think he's going to get involved. I think Jaden Reed's going to get involved. Love's going to make a lot of safe bets, but that's fun. Yeah. Less boom, less frustration. That's what I'm looking forward to. All the reporters on the beat have been saying all like training camp, just it's all motion. So much motion. So excited for that. 
Yeah. Alex, you got one? Uh, yes. So Packers fans can... What's it? What are we? What's how do we phrase this? Packers fans should prepare for. Ah, right. Okay. X. Packers fans should prepare for a similar sentiment regarding Joe Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know when we're gonna not want to fire this guy. We're bringing us down. Come on. Oh, well, come on. I mean, we can't be all like. I mean, we are like. There's. You know, outside of our sphere, people aren't expecting much of us. We can't be all like, hey, That's this true. team's actually great. That's true. There's some question marks, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. This this past defense could be a little scary. Um, mm. But, you know, there's also some exciting things about it. Carrington Valentine seems great. I mean, they have four corners until Stokes is back. Uh, you four know, corners two of which and are zero safety. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's the really the more concerning part, right? Is that like there, you know, there was, I know, I think it was Matt LaFleur who said something about like even possibly considering moving Roswell Douglas just to get Valentine on the field. But that's like, <laughs> it is to get Carrington Valentine on the field, but it's also because you just don't have anyone. It's, yeah, you know what I mean? The like the best like safety on with, this roster is Rasul Douglas right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a team with like two real safeties. Yeah. Um, that they're confident going into that is just like, wow, it's so great to have corner depth. They're not sitting there like, oh, wait a second. Maybe we're so thin at safety that we need to actually dip into our corner depth to play safety. Anyway, point being, um, I think they can be fine. I actually, you know, I think a large... they can mask that if the pass rush is good, if Gary is healthy and And he looks good. Gary looks so good right now. He does look very... In his, like... Yeah, he does look beastly. Limited off-season work. If uh if Van Ness is like the real deal, you know, if he if he plays anything like he looks like in stature, uh, then they could be fine. But I'm yeah. just a little I'm a little a little scared, a little scared of that. You know, I think like, that's fair. But I also well, I don't want to I don't expect a, a grown man in the like mid to late stages of his career to like totally change how he operates Zach I'm with you go (laughs) I'm with you keep going but there was a there was a lot of pass rush in the preseason they were showing a lot of blitzes they were doing a a lot more uh, aggressive stuff that they weren't doing um last year and so I I think they were testing some of that out I think um I don't know I I think the defense is it's gonna look a little a little bit different I think um uh Matt LaFleur is 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 I don't know if he's making Barry go up in the uh up in the booth but he had him like try it out for a game and then like they asked him about it at a press conference and he seemed to be I think low-key insisting that Joe Barry go up in the booth um instead of being being on the field just to get a better view of things I think he wants to really help Joe Barry so he does not have to fire him <laughs> yeah I think, that's I think where there's at. I think there's something to be said about Joe Barry's back is so up against the wall, it's not even funny. Like I thought you were saying Joe Barry's go. back, baby. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Joe Barry's back is so up against the wall. No, but like he he's going to let, I think, there's no way he plays as much loose zone coverage as he did last. They 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 played some of the softest, most docile coverage ever last year. And it was so unnecessary <laughs> in all of the most opportune situations for you to press like i don't need to i don't need to point at week 18 lions again we all we all remember how that went um he's he's gonna let i think he's gonna let jair do jair things this year and if he doesn't then like i mean he might actually let one of the best man corners in the league play man <laughs> I hope. I mean, I, I'd rather go down that way. Uh, yeah. I'd rather yeah, go down just like sending guys, letting, you know, trying to get after the quarterback. And if we get beat one on one, but that we'd rather that the past couple of years. I, I mean, I get, I, I get your point. It does seem like there are some things that have changed. I just, I feel like it's like easy to like, you know, kind of explore a lot of things, you know, in the preseason when there's like almost no consequence. Uh, yeah. than it is to 
send, you know, to be sending, you know, extra rushers against, I don't know. I, I was literally trying to think of a quarterback I'd be scared to do that with, but like, I just tried to think of division guys and I was like, actually, well, we should blitz the hell out of the <laughs> NFC North. Um, but you know, just like good quarterbacks, the, wor- the worst, you know, thing the good ones for Joe Barry is the Packers <laughs> go like three and one and the offense is just like a juggernaut <laughs> out of nowhere. It, and, right. Yeah. Like, I'm, and, then, and then all of a sudden he's like, all right, I can like, you know, be a little more conservative and then just yeah. get exposed. So, so which unit, okay. Are you more confident in being competent? The one that just lost a hall of famer who's been here forever and is going to an unknown entity at quarterback or the one that has relatively the same starting personnel, but also the same coordinator. Yeah. That's a, um, that is a great way. It's a really interesting question. It's a great way to phrase that because the answer is the that, offense. That is riddled with number one, like number or uh, not number one, but first round picks. First round picks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the answer and for and me I'm is the offense. Which, it shouldn't yeah. be a question, but the answer for me is also the offense. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, um, but anyway, no, uh, it's not a, to it's bring the, us down. Uh, I, again, it's I still special have my teams, hopes. baby. Anders Carlson. Oh, right. <laughs> a lot of a lot of new guys there too, though. A lot of unknowns. Whelan. Yeah, our new punter. No long snapper at, at 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 present as we record this. That's Ponders. a that's a maneuver. No, we're, I know. We're working I know. on it. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smartwater Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smartwater Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. All right, guys. I'll pivot a little bit to, uh, I don't know. Let's get let's get existential. What does success look like for the Packers this year? And I, I'm talking about for you emotionally at the end of the year you know we talk about the pain scale which i think the pain scale should become a more regular feature on the show we should find a way to to work that in but what is what is if you're the lowest threshold on the the pain scale i forget what that is no pain happy face what does that look like what is the result of the of the season (laughs) um no pain to me would be Jordan Love looks like I, he has the potential to be a pro bowl quarterback and the Packers are contending for a playoff spot. That's no pain. And the, and everything just kind of like, there are no like glaring issues on the offensive side. I feel like defensively the Packers have d- done so much to put them in a position to succeed that if it doesn't happen this year, then there needs to be not a personnel revamp, but a Joe Barry revamp just to go to your point, Alex, like I'm just focused on the offense this year in terms of like what I'm going to, how I'm going to, how I'm going to feel pain throughout the season. So Jordan love has flashes and I hate to keep drawing the, you know, early Rogers parallels, but that team was six and 10, but you saw what was, what he was capable of, what the offense was capable of. Yeah, you weren't worried at the end of that year. year. Yeah. yeah, And that's yeah. no pain for me. Like, then I, I walk away from the season, like, excited. And then, like, if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps and we can have two first-rounders next year, then, like... <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what success looks like. 65%! <laughs> I know, that was literally what I was going <laughs> to... I was, like, going to start there. Uh, I agree, though. I do. Um it's hard to base it on the record really, you know, cause I, I feel like we went into uh, the second year of Rogers as a starter with a borderline unreasonable amount of confidence that he would be really good. And, uh, he was, <laughs> and he played a hell of a playoff game, even though they got eliminated, uh, by the Cardinals in that year. And I, that only, you know, couldn't buy amplified. a face mask penalty in that game. Good grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Anyway. Um, Hmm. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. No pain. <laughs> you know, 
no pain in addition to you know Rogers playing the whole season or at least sixty five percent is also you know not to state too obvious but Jordan Love like um it's not it has nothing to do with Clifford it has more to do with like the we really 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 need to know um so we've been saying that now for I think since we were going into the off season that like the absolute nightmare scenario would be somehow he doesn't play this year and we go yep. into next year yep. still yep not knowing whether or not to invest elsewhere. Um, and uh, that's a, that's a great answer. I heard um, Robert Mays talking about the bears and cause he's a bears fan. And he was talking about um, talking to someone about uh, Justin Fields and like, well, what's the worst case scenario that he is like just awful. And he's like, no, the worst case scenario is you get to the end of the year and you're not sure if he's good or not. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. don't have the information you need. And I yeah, feel the mm-hmm. same way with love. I don't want to say no pain is just like coming out of the year knowing what he is because it would be painful if he's not good. You know, it it just would. But um, yeah, I think like Nick said, I think it's just like flashes, reasons to believe that a core of Watson, Love, Dobbs, uh, our tight ends, it you know, with two first round picks next year, is something we can like, you know, probably start thinking about being a contender in the next couple of years again. Don't you think it's cool though? Like where the pain scale starts this year versus last year? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I really love that part of this. It's, it's, um, the, it's, it's the best part <laughs> of going into an NFL season because there's, there's way less opportunity to be hurt this year than there was last year. Yeah. I, yeah. Completely. And we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to get hurt. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> life finds a way. <laughs> Yeah, that's our MO. Uh, Pain finds a way. (laughs) It always does. Well, Zach, what do you think? Um, I I agree with you, Nick, and and we we want to see what we need to see out of love to feel confident that we're building for the future. And to me, that's all that it's about. We could go around to various parts of the roster and talk about guys you want to take a step forward and blah, 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 and wins and losses, but it all comes down to is Jordan Love a dude or is he not a dude? And um, I feel we've talked about this uh, this offseason, but I feel pretty confident that his floor is pretty high. I feel pretty sure that Jordan Love does not suck, and I, I feel like that is now on film. But not sucking and being a you know top fifteen quarterback are different things. Yeah, and we and we need to know the answer. Where's where's everyone's pain if he finishes with less passing yards than every other quarterback in the NFC North? Oh, that feels impossible. But because <laughs> uh, like Justin Fields is going to run all over the field, but he's yeah. not going to throw for that many yards. Um. I mean, yeah, the pain would be very high. I agree. Yeah, I would be uh, in the orange range, right? Because it goes like green, <laughs> yellow, orange, red on yes. the pain scale. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, Fields now. I know has... we're talking about something no one else can see that we just text each other on Sundays. In the <laughs> you fall. know what it is? You yeah, go to the, the doctor and they're like, "Describe your yeah. pain." Um, yeah, yeah, you I will. Uh, it's actually it's now the uh, like the background image. If you go to the profile of um, our Twitter account, it's on there, so you can see it there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I put that on there today. I was like, this is officially part of our brand, the yeah. pain scale. I mean, that would be ba- that would be bad, but I'm saying like that's when the pain would be legitimate for me. Say like now Fields has his quote unquote number one receiver that he hasn't had. I mean, limited sample size, but he bursts out and i don't know that w- it would it would mean love passing for less than three thousand yards is essentially what that looks like and that yeah. would be yeah. bad mm-hmm. yes yes in a passing league with 17 games that would be bad that would be very bad <laughs> uh that would not be good well from what we emotionally need to happen to what we uh financially think will happen Let's step out for the first time this season out onto Degenerate Corner. It's a busy street corner, cars flying by, people yelling. It's kind of like the sounder that I made is kind of like 
what the original Ghostbusters movie wants you to think New York is like. It's like very loud and like, I'm walking in, all kinds of honking and sirens going on. But we're out on the corner. I'm going to stop that sounder now <laughs> since you guys apparently can't hear it on your end. Anyway, um, but we'll do this every week um, to, to end every show. Um, just some, uh, some interesting props or fun bets for the week. But on this edition, uh, we're going season props so we got a few uh that we kind of called the internet for um and yeah we'll just go from there the first one we got is the very obvious packers win loss over under pretty much across the board i think is 7.5 is is what i keep seeing what do we got alex over under yeah uh going over maybe you know i don't know if that's too positive but again this division um, eight wins isn't unattainable. I know eight um, wins is not even five. <laughs> it feels yeah. it feels too. The line feels low, but some people think they're gonna suck. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I I don't I don't have an issue with it being set at seven and a half. I just think that um, you know, for my money, I would I would I would go over, and and it's a it's kind of a vote of confidence for Matt Lafleur being a good coach. You know, what's kind of cool. He could finally possibly win coach of the year if they really do really well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they wouldn't true. even have to do as well as they have done in previous years for him to to win that. So um, good for him. We might have to bring the French bistro music back at some point if that's the case. <laughs> oh, man, it's off the board. I got to get that back. <laughs> All right. <floor>. Anyway, <laughs> over. All right. Nick, over, over, under. Slamming the over, slamming oh, the over, slamming it. Oh boy, and, you know it's, and it makes me hate it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, you. I'm kidding. You it's, know what else you're the, slamming is, and yeah. I, I see that you are the same way as me on a Google Doc. I see you going like just up yeah, and down I mean, on the sheet. Just, <laughs> no, his green just box anxiously just <laughs> moving the cursor everywhere. Around. That's and my ADD. I do that too. But I was I'm like, I'm a fidgeter. I'm like, I'm, ooh, look at this. Whoop, I'm listening whoop, to Alex, and then out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, what is going on with this spreadsheet over here? <laughs> that just makes me like it more. You're banging the no. Over. I'm like, I mean, it's it's the it's the division. Like it's 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 the unknown in the division. I think the line could be, it could be eight and a half. Although, like, if you look at all of the lines, you get this bunch around seven and a half, eight and yeah. a half, and then the vig changes minus one forty five, minus twenty, minus one twenty, plus one forty five, whatever it is. Um, the Packers line has, or at least the VIG has been skewing more toward the Packers hitting that over, which means a lot of the public's on it, which actually does not make me like it as much, but they have a pretty easy schedule this year compared to by some metrics. They have the easiest. I mean, it's difficult to say that at the beginning of the season, but schedule is supposedly pretty easy. I'm also hitting the over though. Um, yeah, for all the reasons you just said, let's move on. Christian Watson touchdowns over under 4.5. Now that feels low. That feels Mm. like an easy bet to me. Am I? So also for context for everybody, you guys are gamblers partake. I am not. So I maybe have less frame of reference for, for what some of these numbers mean. 4.5 feels low to me. Yeah. It Someone's got to catch the touchdowns. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. So the 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 biggest fool's bet you can take is a season long prop, just based on if you play one snap, then that prop is then activated, and if Christian Watson were to get hurt throughout the season, yeah, and like then that bet is an automatic loss. So yeah. you see a lot of season long props lost based on that, based on whatever suspension looks like. But four and a half is so like AJ Dillon's last year was I think four and a half or five and a half or something like that. I'm like, that seems so insanely low. And he was at like two touchdowns through week fifteen and then he ended up like getting there. Um it ebbs and flows. Like I I don't know. It seem it seems too low for me also not to hammer this over because like you said, someone's gotta catch the touchdowns. He is wide receiver one. Um, so yes, I'm taking that over. I'm just 
it's a it's it's a cautionary tale for you to look at that prop as like the novice better or someone who doesn't bet at all just to say like well what do you mean like i i can't understand it it trust me it happens all the time but it's not keeping me away from this one over yeah uh i'm gonna go over too um i yeah okay injury risk aside uh four and a half is still low like that's something that he caught three against the cowboys last year that's what i mean like i mean he you know he he can be like a volume guy uh and get them in bunches um you know he had what was it uh Two, yeah, multiple TD games in back-to-back weeks. He had three, and then two the following week. <laughs> right, that um, would be it. Um, so that would already hit. So that that seems crazy to me for a guy who's obviously, presumably, barring injury, going to play so much more, yeah. going to be targeted so much more. So over uh, couldn't, for me. Couldn't catch a break the whole first half of last season and ended with nine, I think it was nine touchdowns. Like That's a lot. Yeah. If you would have asked, yeah, I, I mean. Oh, seven? Oops. If you would have asked me to place this line, I would have said six and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree. I think it would it would have been a lot higher, which makes me think that that's a little bit low. Uh, I understand regression expected because of the change of quarterback, but like, eh. I mean, he was also like irrelevant for the first like seven weeks of this season yeah. almost, and this, he's gonna be very relevant from the beginning. So, anyway, I'm also gonna take the over on advice of counsel. My counsel is there. We go. Nick Bornheimer. This sounds like such a Homer <laughs> podcast right now. I know. Just, we're just... just wait till what else we have to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Next one up is Jordan Love touchdowns, and the line is at <laughs> 21.5. Nick, what do you uh, think? I actually took the under here. Oh, Homer podcast. Come on. Change my mind. I'll take the over. <laughs> so that's three overs, I think. I'm taking the over. Alex, looks like you're taking the over, too. I don't know. I just I was trying to look up touchdown leaders last year. I In mean, your mind, how many do you think Aaron Rodgers threw last year? Maybe you know this off the top of your head, but you know, based on the kind of year you thought he had, twenty six. No. Mm-mm. Um. No. In last season, in what many would consider to be oh wow no yeah it was exactly 26 did you look that up <laughs> jesus christ i shook my head it's like i'm like, pretty nope. sure i'm close uh no it was 26 uh with 12 interceptions which is absolutely insane wow that's actually crazy that's just like a weird number to look at when you go back through the broken season thumb, logs it's like four five four two um, <laughs> two interceptions. That's what starts. I'm talking about. Packers fans need to prepare starts. for a quarterback who throws more than two interceptions, and it's okay. Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be more. Um, okay, yeah, 26. So, I mean, I'm not that saying was, I mean, that was good as for half, half the year, time, that was a bad offense last year. It was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. And Christian Watson caught seven of those. Like, before Watson started playing again and getting targets, like, I don't know. 20, 22 doesn't seem out late. Like if he, he could have a bad year and throw for 22 touchdowns and like 15 picks and like, you know, that, that over hits. It's like, I don't know. Yep. Maybe I'm, that's maybe I'm, I'm too optimistic. That's why I'm slamming the over. We'll do one more over under and then we'll, we'll get out of here and we'll, uh we'll take a breather on this, <laughs> on this, this first rusty preseason game, AJ Dillon rushing touchdowns over under. You made uh, mention, Nick, of, of his total last year. 6.5 is the over-under this year. Um, I think I'm taking the... Um, I wanted to take the under, but I just... They're going to have... goal. He's, he's the goal line back. I don't know. He's the only one. Well, they got Wilson now. I don't know. I'm taking the under. I'm being a pessimist because I'm a, I'm a little out on on Dylan until he proves himself again. I'm actually going to take the under as well. Ooh, three time. unders. The pod is out on Dylan. Sounds like. Well, he can't be just doing over for everything. It's true. We've got to be pessimistic about something. It might as well be the <laughs> running back. Everyone agrees is not as good as we thought he was. I mean, seven touchdowns is a lot for someone who splits time. I mean, I know he is like the 
you know, goal line or I think their goal I think their goal line looks are just gonna be different this year. Yeah. And and, I mean I do feel like there was an element of forcing Rogers touchdowns or trying to, uh, which I am hoping happens with love as well, so that that twenty one and a half over could hit. (laughs) Um yeah. That's a lot. I mean, man, is the there's there's a lot of mouths that need to be fed. Seven TDs. It's a lot. Aaron Jones is still around. You know, we got some young receivers who want looks. Yeah, it does feel like if you're like yeah, counting all the touchdowns and you want to take the over on Christian Watson and then also the over on AJ Dillon, it starts to add up. And you're like, how many points is this team scoring? Right, right. <laughs> it's probably not an average of 30 a game. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But um, yeah, I don't know. We shall see. I feel like this podcast is it's coming to a coming to a, <laughs> a crashing halt, like the fourth quarter of the final preseason game. We're just like, what am I? What am I watching here? <laughs> you know what? Um, degenerate corner is about a, exactly where we expected it to be. A lot of uncertainty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned, this is though. where maybe uh, when we come back after week one, I'll uh, I'll have to. Um, have the like the gambling phone number read at the beginning of our as well as like a disclaimer to not <laughs> not yeah, take our an, advice on anything official, um, um, sports book sponsor yet because all of the season-long props aren't out so we've been having to scramble to find like we i don't even think we found a Jaden reed um nope. over under which is what we were looking for because whatever it is i'm taking that over High on Jaden Reed, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm high on this. Don't trust us, but slam that over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 150 receptions, take it. I'm just excited that we have a a spreadsheet to keep track because I I really feel like if we were keeping track last year, we would have done pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, Peek behind the curtain. We're eight years in. I made a spreadsheet for this, everybody. So we're gonna keep track of this (laughs) stuff. From now on, <laughs> organized. Yeah. It's, Look uh, out! Zach's good. got Google Docs. <laughs> All right, a couple quick hits, and then we'll we'll get everyone on their way. Um, really quickly before we leave, the uh, the Pick'em League is back. The Unpack Pod Pick'em League. I was chatting uh, recently with last year's winner, uh, Nick Varley, the first ever two-time winner about whether or not he wanted me to send him a second very stupid trophy. He lives in Australia. And um, I was like, do you want this? Do you want like a gift certificate for something? And he just asked for a shout out because he's he's just a very, a very nice guy. So I'll do you one better. My first idea was to rename the trophy the Nick Varley commemorative trophy. But I think I'm going to go with the Lum Varley trophy. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> hey. oh, That's a good. That's a goodie. I wish I had like a womp womp or like some kind of toilet flush noise because that's a pretty bad <laughs> joke. Um, but uh, it's it's a free weekly pick them, free to play. If you have played in years past, you'll get an email. Um, if you haven't played and you would like in, uh, send us a DM either on Twitter or X or Instagram or whatever it is at the Unpack Pod. Um, send us a DM with your email address and, and we'll get you set up there. And um, yeah, next week, uh, we're, I think we're going to try to do a guy draft, but we need to figure out recording time. Alex, you're uh, you're going overseas? Where are you going? You're traveling. Yeah, I'm going away. So is he. Uh, going to Greece. Don't do throw my, me under the bus. Are you also going to Greece? No. No. Separate places. Not. Okay. No. Not, not a brocation. Year. Got it. He, he went last year in a brocation to Greece, actually, yeah. at this time. <laughs> Uh, I, it's just ill-timed, you know. Yeah. I I really think that um, U.S.-based airlines, even though I'm technically I don't think I'm flying a U.S.-based airline, uh, make the only affordable international airfare uh, happen uh, over like the first weekend of NFL football. <laughs> like I, I swear, <laughs> for some reason, like I'm just like always like in route back or uh, going away uh, around this time. So I I have, including you know, earlier this exact evening, angrily muttered, this is the last time I go away at this time of year. Next year, it's July or not at all. Like, uh, you know, I just feel so unsettled around this season. But you know what? 
we come back, we're going to do our homework, the, the degenerate corner pick them stuff. All of that counts this year. It's, it all it's, counts. Uh, it's on the spreadsheet. Yeah, it's on it's it's on this Google Doc, so it's like it's way more real. Um, um, I'm gonna be in London for week one, and I made a plea to our listeners when I was in DC last year, and a bunch of people came through and gave me spots to watch. So if anyone, oh, <laughs> right, endured until the end of this podcast and has <laughs> made <laughs> a it to minute 173, yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch Packers in London. Um, Please let me know, and it's greatly appreciated. Yeah, get our guys some of uh, the the intel on the hot spots uh, to watch the game in London. And uh, yeah, so we will uh, we will try. I might cobble together maybe some other people from the blog to see if we can do um, a guy draft. The one of the most popular episodes of the year, but maybe a lot not. of guys to be had. I mean, three undrafted rookies. So many made guys. Roster. I mean, come on. We could now. construct an all guy team at this point. I mean, this is a guy team. A very guy. This is a guy heavy roster. Guy fence is just, loaded. It was just released. Oh, the guy yeah. fence. Yeah, the guy fence. <laughs> Call back. All right, we're hitting the polka. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We're landing the plane. Great work everybody. Football is sort of back. Soon we will learn again how to make a podcast. Um, <laughs> and until then, keep it locked in to AcmePackingCompany.com and the podcast feed for all of your Packers' needs. Football's right around the corner. Jordan Love, the dawn of a new era. Exciting stuff. Slam that over, baby. For them, I'm me. Check you later. Go Pack Go. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.